Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of this podcast, All That. This week we celebrate the 20th birthday of the N64, declare undying love for our favorite video games, and get into a heated debate about which is better, Mario Kart 64 or Diddy Kong Racing. I hope you enjoy some 90s video game goodness. On to the episode. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 3 of this podcast, All That. I'm James. And I'm Joe. And this week, we are going to talk about probably our favorite thing to talk about, and that's video games, specifically 90s video games. Woo! I, I know Joe's got a lot of a lot of opinions over there about his, his favorite game and, and his favorite console. Um, I, I just want to start by talking about and saying, so two weeks ago now was the N64's 20th birthday. Which again, like we talked about in the first episode, that makes me feel super old because I remember when the N64 came out and it was such a huge deal. Um, but, uh, we never had an N64. No, we didn't. No, we, we didn't get one. I didn't get an N64 and I think it was your N64 that you had bought at one time until we were in like our probably teenagers at least. I mean, I think I was in my 20s. Yeah, it was my I bought it at a garage sale for like five bucks. It was awesome. Yeah, we got a bunch of games for it now and I think I think I got Mario Kart 64, GoldenEye, uh, WWE 2000 or No Mercy. I'm not sure which one. Like the, just um, like the classic games you would have for a 64. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so... I think we can kick it off with with our first question of the week, and that is, what is your favorite video game of the 90s? Am I going first? Yeah, you can go first. All right, so... I'm going to go first later, because I got better ones later. All right, so my favorite game of the 1990s was a PC game by the name of Quake 3 Arena. This game was my favorite game of all time. I didn't, I didn't put that one on my list, but that was definitely up there. I can't believe I didn't remember that one. I constantly played this game um, for the sole reason that you could set up multiplayer bot games and basically verse, have a like a five-on-five five bot game. And what I would do is I would play Capture the Flag on the space um, level where you basically can like basically launch yourself across a giant pit of space and um, try to capture the flag and bring it back to your side. Yeah. So like Quake three was like Halo before Halo existed, especially that space one where it, it sort of has the same game mechanics. You play capture the flag and you'd launch your, you'd be launching across and other guys would be launching across and you'd like shoot each other out of the air in the middle. Yep. It was, it was a lot of fun. And the reason that I love this game is because of the characters the characters in this game were ridiculous. There was like an eyeball with legs, um, a skeleton, um, <laughs> and from what I didn't remember, Doom Guy from the original Doom was a playable character in Quake 3 Arena. Yeah, yep, he definitely was. I forget which one, the one guy with the bald head, the monk looking dude. Yeah. That guy was, that guy was the best. No. Or he was the one I always wrong. played as. Uriel yeah. was my favorite. Uriel yeah. was like the death angel. He was amazing. He was like, and, and they all had like customized, maybe not customizable, cause you could change the color of their skins. And some of them had alternate skins that you could use for the game, which I thought was really cool. So that was my favorite game. Yeah, definitely. That was a good, I, that one wasn't on my list, but, um, I'm not so, I'm not sure why it wasn't on my list. Cause you're right. I, I still play that game every once in a while. I think I still have it. 
for PC. I bought the, they had it on the, the Steam Summer Sale, and I bought it, so. Yep, so, so my favorite game, all right, I, I sort of cheated, because I, I thought about this a lot and was putting together a whole list. <laughs> um, but I think, I think if I go with favorite game, or the only way to go with my favorite game, I think, is, is to go with the one I played the most. Um, and that's probably a tie between Jet Moto 2 and Pokemon Red. So Jet Moto 2 would have been for the PlayStation PlayStation 1 or yep. the PlayStation. Um, and Pokemon Red would have been for the original Game Boy. And then finally, thank goodness, the Game Boy Color. <laughs> I just have to tell you, when the Game Boy Color came out, that thing literally changed my life. Like, there... There was there was nothing better than than throwing on your little your little Game Boy light and playing Game Boy Color till the early hours of the morning because um, you still had to use that light because they didn't come out with a backlit one until uh, it was one of the DSs wasn't it or, well, or was it Game Boy Advance one of the Game Boy Advance yeah Game yeah. Boy Advance I think had the backlighting finally had a backlight I don't know why they didn't think that was something that they would need to have or maybe they just couldn't figure out how to do it i'm not sure I don't know. but but played through the whole thing pokemon red it, it was it was a tie between red or blue i don't think there's a big of difference between the two but I, I do have to say one thing screw pokemon yellow <laughs> that is all i have to say i have a strong very strong opinion about pokemon yellow because you had to start with pikachu and pikachu sucks see this is where we differ because i think i liked when I when Pokemon Yellow came out, I think I liked Pokemon Yellow more than the other two because you got Pikachu right off the bat, and so because I was such a fan of the show, I I really loved Pikachu and the fact that you got Pikachu automatically and you didn't have to like go out and find a Pikachu, which was almost impossible through the the forest. Um, I was like, awesome! I get Pikachu right off the bat. I'm never gonna evolve him. Never, he's never gonna be Raichu. I'm gonna be like Ash, catch him, and I'm gonna be awesome. Now, I'm with you there. You, you know, you never, you never evolve into Raichu unless, unless you're like all the way at the end and you've caught all 100, other 150 and you need the last one. But, but no, no. Yellow, Pikachu, starting with Pikachu made things so much more difficult in like the first couple of gyms that I hated it so much. And like you couldn't pick the others. They were already gone. Just, I mean, just like, I guess it was just like the show. But, yeah. They, they made um, it, they made it more like stuck. the show. So. Um, and then the other one that was on my list, I think it was a tie because Jet Moto Two. We played that game religiously. That's wow. that's one I still have for PlayStation. So, so great. And that was the only game when we were kids that we could get our mom to play. She didn't play video games or would never play any video games with us. But for some reason, she would play Jet Moto Two. Um, and I, this this is going to be a theme for all of these games. And I don't know if it's going to get me made fun of or called out, but I'll call myself out right away. I don't know if I beat like 80% of these games oh, no. without using cheat codes. Like <laughs> I, I know we cheat coded Jet Moto 2 to get all the tracks. Yeah, well, I mean, or to get like, all the courses. Some of the, some of the, the races are near impossible unless you get perfect, like all the boosts and like everything perfect. So it's almost impossible. To yeah. Win. My, my favorite one was the, um, it was the one where it's like, like a, the freeway is in the water. Yep. And you're like riding through it and, and you can like do some huge backflips and jumps off of stuff in that one. 
Um, yeah, that one was awesome. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to cut this piece out. So just, <laughs> just go back into, I forgot what I was going to say. All right. So, so I guess that, 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 uh, goes into our, our favorite thing. We talked about, you talked about a PC game. I talked about a PlayStation one game and a game boy game. Um, what was your favorite console growing up? Um, like, like we said, I guess we, we never had an N64, but being able to, I, we, we had a, a neighbor that lived behind us. He had an N64 and we would climb through a hole in our fence to go next door and play Two of my favorite N- N64 games, Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Stadium. Oh, I love, oh, I love Pokemon Snap so, so much. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not on my, uh, later in the podcast, I got a question about which one needs a remake and, and that one's not on my list, but it probably should have been. I'm surprised they haven't remade that one, but they're making the new, that new Pokemon game where you use your, your phone. Yeah. Right. Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go, yeah. That's yep. kind of like Pokemon Snap a little bit. I don't, I don't know what the whole premise is all that much, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I agree. I, I PlayStation's my favorite console, only because we had that one. But I think the best memories I had playing video games as a kid was on the N sixty four. Um, whether it was a neighbor behind us or when we were up north at our, our grandparents, the neighbor next door had an N sixty four. We would go over there and play, um. Played Mortal Kombat, I think, on his N64. And then a kid that we would spend some time, his mom used to babysit us. He had an N64, and that was where we would play WCW, uh, versus NWO Revenge. Oh, I love that. And game. used to, we used to just set up a four player and then beat each other with like tables and bats <laughs> and stuff and like not even try to wrestle, just try to grab stuff and hit each other. Um, and then we would play Goldeneye. And whoever got the golden gun, of course, you hated them. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, obviously, I played the most games on the PlayStation, Jet Moto 2, clearly. Um, but I think I think the N64 is definitely the one that, definitely the one that have the best memories on. And it's probably the one I still play the most now. Yeah. Still play Mario Kart and Mario Party, even. Um so the next question I have is, what is your least favorite game? And in order for it to be your least favorite game, I think you have to have like tried to play it a couple of times and realize it's it's absolutely terrible. I think you and me are gonna have the same one on this without even thinking about it because the the fact that this game exists and is so hard to beat is is ridiculous. So yeah, we I, didn't we didn't talk about any of this beforehand. So if we have the same stuff, it is, it is purely it is purely because we had the exact same experience. I have up. I have two. Okay. And the sole fact of is they came out on the same console. They are both Disney games, and they're both impossible to beat. The Lion King for and Aladdin for the for the SNES, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System are my least favorite games of the 1990s. I so we don't have the same one, but I think when I say mine you're going to agree with mine too. Um I almost put I almost put Aladdin on my favorite games, but maybe it's because I blocked out all the trauma from oh, playing it. It's so impossible. Well they they had so we we had it for Super Nintendo and our cousins had it for the Sega Genesis. Yeah. It was the same game and and both were nearly impossible. 
Um, just a side note, winner for the, the game that I, I have no idea what the name of it is. And I've been searching literally for the last five years to find the name of this game. It was one that our cousins had again for the Sega Genesis. And it was a game where there was like spikes. I remember like bloody spikes and you had to like, I don't remember a lot about it. I'm pretty sure it was a platformer or, or a type of platformer, but I just remember like the, the, the setting of it being really weird and feeling like something at that time that I probably shouldn't be playing because it was kind of <laughs> a little bit too gory. But so if anybody who's listening to this podcast knows what game I'm talking about, all I remember, like I said, is like there's like the scenery has bloody spikes in it and it's like like the, it's a lot of red tones and spikes. But that's all I can remember. Literally all I can remember. And, and you try searching Google for that and it comes up with everything <laughs> but what I'm looking for. Um, so yeah, I, I, like I said, I almost put those on, or I almost put Aladdin on my favorite game, but, but you're right. It is, it is impossible. I there, just, there's no way I've ever beat it. I, yeah. I just remember going over to our cousin's house and like playing Aladdin and trying to get past the first level. And we, we never could, we never got past the, the, the marketplace of Agrabah ever. Like in the, the, the countless times we tried to play this game, we never got past that point. And it always made me I mean, so mad. I haven't played it with an, when I was a teenager because a friend still had his, his Sega Genesis and he still had the game, and it's still impossible. I mean, and I'm probably significantly better at video games than I was then. Not to say I'm good at video <laughs> games at all. I'm I'm not. I routinely get my my butt handed to me by every twelve year old who plays Rocket League. But um, but yeah, it's 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 impossible. I mean, there's people who beat it, I'm sure, and there's probably world records for speed where they run yeah, through it and like one through it in like 20 minutes. But those people are ridiculous, and I, I I don't know what to say about them. So my my least favorite game is well, well, first I'll say this. So the name I wrote down was Bubble, and the game's not called Bubble. The, but do you remember, do you know which game I'm talking about? If I if I it's if I the, said bubble, yes, the one where you're a bubble and you're in the sink. Nope, that's no, no, that that's one? not it. No, oh. that's not the one I'm talking about. I love that game. That by game the was way. fun. That's um, playing it like it's on the computer and as a as computer one game. Of computer games. Um, no, it, it's called Rascal. It's the one where you're the kid and you have to go around with a bubble gun and shoot things with oh, it for the PlayStation. For the PlayStation. Yeah. And I hate it because nothing in that game's game makes sense. Like you run out of bubbles really easily. Um, there's like no way to get new bubbles and the, the controls are really wonky and the, the screen's really wonky. I looked it up to see if like anybody else had the same opinion and IGN gave it a two out of 10. Now IGN didn't exist or I don't, they might have existed, but I don't think they were like really rating games as much back then, but they, I, I know they went so. back through and rated yeah. all, all the, all the earlier games and they gave it a two out of 10, which, which fits my opinion of it. It was, <laughs> it was playable enough to where I like played a couple of levels and it's probably the second most disappointing game I've ever played outside of fable three, but that's a whole different <sighs> conversation. <That big> game. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my least favorite game. Um, do you remember playing, you talked about the Super Nintendo. Do you remember playing that volleyball game for Super Nintendo where you got like two people on each side 
and you control them and it's like it's obviously it's two buttons because it's super nintendo but yeah it's a, it's a beach volleyball game uh um, it's called i have like vague recollection reco i can't remember no <laughs> <laughs> it was called spike volleyball um and i and that was another one where i had to google like when when you could when you were able to download roms on your phone yeah you had an android phone and downloading roms um that was one of the first ones I wanted to download because I knew it would be really easy to play and you just had to hit two buttons and it's just like a D-pad to move. Um, and it's still it's still just as fun as it was then. It makes me want to go find a Super Nintendo if I can. But my <laughs> Angel, Angela, who's my fiance, would literally murder me if I brought another, <laughs> another, I brought another console. console. <laughs> I've got them all set up now and they really are just collecting dust because I haven't really played them. Um, but I got them out and I was like, oh, look, we can play. I got two controllers for the N64. We can play Mario Kart. She doesn't want to play Mario Kart with me. Um, nobody really wants to play Mario Kart with me, except for I, me. So I've, I've played Mario Kart with you, and it's 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 not fun. <laughs> so so they they literally are just collecting dust. Plus, I got to get another. The only reason I got the PlayStation out was to play Dave Mira Pro BMX Two, and my disc doesn't work, so I have to go find another one. Which it took me like five years to find the first one. So scour the the um, it's gonna take- Salvation Armies and the Goodwills. Yeah, pretty much. So it's gonna take me a while, but I'll probably find it eventually. Um, all right. So I got I got one more big question, and then I want to get into some some general talk about some video games. I want to see if you if you remember playing some of these. Um, the next question that I have is, um, it's about uh, all right. It's essentially a game that you played that you wish was better, or a game that you wish they would have made back in the 90s. So thinking back when you were playing games, what was something that you wished you could like jump into that video game world? That I could make better? Or that you wish they made? Because I have one. The re- the, yeah, the reason I added that qualifier on it is because I couldn't think of one that I wanted to make better. Um, I could. I thought of one that I wish they would have made, and I don't know why they didn't do it. I Let me up. Uh, you go ahead and let me think about it for a minute, and I'll, I'll come up with something. All right, so the mine that I wish they would have made is a Mighty Ducks 2 hockey game where you could have played in the, um, in the Junior National Cup and you could have played against, uh, what was it, Barbados or... Yeah. Um, and or played against Iceland or and just the steel <laughs> and drum band in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could have played as all those hockey teams. They they never made a Mighty Ducks game, and I don't know why they never Disney never capitalized. That's weird. Well, that's not true. That's not true. They made a Mighty Ducks game, but it was based off of the TV uh, show, the car, the cartoon show with the with the actual yeah. ducks, with the actual ducks. Yeah, which I had those. We had those toys when we were a kid. Oh, those were one of some of my favorite toys. But yeah, that's one I wish they would have made. And I think I'm a, if I'm thinking about one they could have made better, maybe it's maybe it's make Aladdin a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, so that I actually beat it. Um but yeah, so that's that's one that's one that I wish they made. Like I said, I don't know why they didn't do that. Um do you do you can you think of one? This is real. This is a really obscure question. I I literally just came up with this question so I could say that. I needed a lead in to say why they why didn't they make a Mighty Ducks hockey game? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so I, I thought of the answer first and then the question. But. I mean, that's a great question. I mean, it, it seems like it would be an opportunity that Disney could have capitalized maybe pulling in um, Madden. Because, I mean, the Madden games were around. There were, there were hockey games during the 90s, right? There had to yeah, there was, yeah, there was EHL and it, or there was NHL 90. Five. I remember playing. I think I remember playing NHL '97. They, they the could have just ported it to, uh, to make make a, a Mighty Ducks game. Yeah, that. I mean, that's exactly what I would have would have hoped. Like, um, then when you score, you get the, um, you get the steel drum if you're if you're Barbados. Barbados. And you get like that'd be cool if they like yeah like an Iceland type, like I don't know like a charging trumpets or something like for the icing team i don't know what ice, yeah like viking horns or something yeah you, you get down by two goals you can start a quack 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 oh chant. that'd be awesome give yourself like a <laughs> like a boost your team yeah, a boost yeah yeah. Oh. yeah i don't know why it doesn't exist it should exist but it doesn't okay um i i thought of mine now okay okay so it? Um, I was just thinking about this, and and like since you you were talking about Disney, I got connected to to a toy that we we loved in the nineties, Street Sharks. They never made oh, a Street Sharks Street game. Sharks. You know, Street Sharks was totally on my list too because I looked up because I wanted to make sure one that I didn't miss a Mighty Ducks game, and it doesn't exist. If if somebody found one, send it to me because I will go purchase it wherever it. It is in stores now, but when I searched for Mighty Ducks, the cartoon came up, and the second thing that came up was was Street Sharks, and and you're right, they never made a Street Sharks game. It could have been like a side scroller platformer with the Street Sharks, just just like but just like Ninja Turtles, yeah, right? or that or like a Mortal Kombat style like first like a a fighting game, yeah, where you uh, play as the different uh, the sharks and you fight each other. Man, I love Street Sharks. Oh, Street Sharks was awesome. What a what a good show. And have you uh, sidetracking a little bit? Have you seen the the Vin Diesel Street Sharks commercial? No, there's a Vin Diesel Street Sharks commercial. Yes, he's advertising the Street Sharks toys, and if this is like early Vin Diesel, this is like leather Vin- leather vest, earrings, Vin Diesel. Was Vin Diesel even Vin Diesel when Street Sharks were out? I don't know. Like, like was he like? I'm gonna have to look at timelines here to see what he was I'll, in before I'll, Street I'm, Sharks. I'm gonna came. I'm gonna send you the link and you can put it in the description of, of the podcast so people can go watch this thing because it is it is hilarious. He's just yep, sitting. I'm definitely gonna do that. He's just sitting at a table with with all the Street Shark toys like, and they like it's not even like a real commercial. But it's like the director's like talking to him, giving him notes, and he's just like playing with the toys. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh man, those, those Street Shark toys—they were so much fun to play with. They were the best. And they were like that—that plastic, that like rubber too, that, yep. that held up really well. So they still stayed in pretty good shape, even if like throwing them around and beating them up. Yep. Yeah, definitely one. That's that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, all right. So the next thing I want to talk about is the, see if you remember the PlayStation magazines with the demo discs. Yes. I, I can't even tell you how many games I played that I never really played or never really got thanks to that demo disc. Like 
Parappa the Rapper is one. Like, I don't think we ever really had Parappa the Rapper, but no, we got we it never, in a we never had PlayStation magazine. Yeah, we got it in a PlayStation magazine disc, and then, um, I don't know. You, I mean, it's, it's the same game over and over again. It's just a button masher, so why not just keep playing the first, the first level, the first thing, <laughs> first level over and over again? And they gave you so much of the game in that demo that, um, like I said, I didn't really have time. And this is this is completely in one hundred percent first world middle-class kid problems but we had too many games to play so or we had friends that had games and we're always moving around trying to play something different so your attention spans a lot smaller those demo discs were perfect and i don't know why they don't have that anymore i guess they still have they still have demos but even even on xbox now they're cutting back on the amount of demos that they have and they're they're sort of keeping it more in line now with uh like you have to buy the the subscription. Like EA Play's got the subscription, yeah. or you have to buy that kind of stuff in order to get access to the the, the demos, and not just videos. Yeah, and I, I kind of miss that. Stuff. It's it's sad, yeah, because like you'd get that PlayStation magazine, or you'd get like a PC a PC gamer magazine, and it'd come with a game you could a couple games you could play, and like some of the best times I think we we had together were were playing through those those intros to the games but that but like yeah you're right I, it must have been that people weren't they're were putting too much content on the disc that people weren't actually going out and buying the game they're like why why should we do that when we can play just this level it's fun it's entertaining why should we have to go out and buy the full game so yeah yeah i wonder how many parappa the rappers they didn't sell because they sold they gave away that free level in the the PlayStation yeah, magazine. I mean, because I've I've seen people play the entire game. Like I've watched it on YouTube, playing, um, just playing through the whole game. And like, it, yeah, you're right. It's just button mashing. It's the same. It's almost the same content over and over again. So why should you have to play it when you? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess if you get super good at that one level, like you memorize the whole thing, then yeah. you want might want something different. But I never I never got that good at it. Um, and another thing, those dis those dis did is is you didn't have to have a memory card because you couldn't save anything. Yeah. So like the the PlayStation memory card was like the bane of my existence <laughs> as a kid because it didn't hold that much stuff. I mean, it, the the save files were a lot smaller than they are now, but it, it still didn't hold a lot. And you had to, I mean, you had to get one, you had to plug it in, and then eventually you had like four or five of them and try to remember which one had your game save on it. And then every once in a while they would just completely crash and you'd lose all of all of that work. So yeah. I'm really glad that that technology has come along. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Even uh, No, I just wanted to say, even though PlayStation still has proprietary memory cards for the PS Vita. Um, so there's that, right? <laughs> they had it for the PSP. They had it for, they had it for PS Vita. Why does... I mean, they make micro SD cards, but apparently Sony has to make their own that, or the PS Vita only works with those Sony micro SD cards. So. It's just the money. Yeah. Just for the money. And they're always like, there's so much more. All right. Anyways, go ahead. What were you saying? Um, what? I'm trying to remember. There was a game on one of the PlayStation discs that was like a, a mech game. <laughs> that yep. I know exactly. You got to customize your own mech and fight against other ones. Do you do you know the yep. name of it? Uh, was it Mech? I'm pretty sure it was just Mech Warrior, right? Wasn't no, no, was it Mech Warrior? I don't remember, but 
Hold on. That was one of the ones that I remember on the demo discs that was like one that I played all the time because it was just it was entertaining. It was giant robots fighting against each other. Just awesomeness. Yeah, it was Mac Warrior. Okay. Um, I think it was Mac Warrior 2. And you still got to customize your your robot and you didn't get all giant the you Mac. probably didn't get all the customizations that you would if you bought the full game. But yeah. you got some, which made it fun. Yep. They still make Mac Warrior. They're still making new Mac Warriors, is there? That's yeah, awesome. I don't know if they made one for next gen, but they were making one as as late as the 360. Because I remember have I went and bought one. It was only like twenty bucks, I think. Hmm. Um, so I do have I, I got another question. I just thought of Diddy Kong okay. Racing, or, or so which which is your favorite Diddy Kong Racing or Mario Kart, and why is it Crash Bandicoot Racing? <laughs> It's not, first of all. Um, Crash Team Racing. It it it's not. Well, okay. We'll, we'll go back to the original question because I think I think Crash Team Racing does not get enough credit. It's such a it's such a fun game. <laughs> but we'll go back to the original question: Diddy Kong Racing or Mario Kart? I mean, it's it's hard to pick. I mean, because Donkey Kong is in Mario Kart. Yeah. So I mean, like, I'd ha- I'd have to pick I'd have to pick Mario Kart just for the fact that, um, the mini games. I don't does does did Diddy Kong Racing have mini games like Mario Kart with the balloons? Yeah, yeah. It did? and they were better. They were way better. So so Mario Kart definitely won, right? Yeah. Mario Kart won that battle because they're still making Mario Karts. Nobody's talked about Diddy Kong Racing in at least ten years. So they definitely won, but but. Diddy Kong was definitely better. Diddy Kong did planes before Mario Kart. Diddy Kong did did the boats the, and like submarines. The yep, did ones. the the versus mode way better than Mario Kart did. Um, and I think it was just because Mario's in Mario Kart that that's why it won. I I that's the only reason I can think of because. We used to, we used to, f- so when we were a kid, we used to stay after school and we would go to the, what's called the latchkey program. It was basically daycare after school. And we would fight, like sometimes literally with our fists to get in line to play the N64. And had one N64 and four controllers. Um, and you had to sign up for it and you, everybody would sign up for it as soon as they got there, hoping they would get to play that day. And they had Mario Kart and Diddy Kong racing. And nobody ever wanted to play Diddy Kong Racing, but it was so much better. Uh, it's it's still frustrating for me all this. Later. They they came out with a Diddy Kong for the DS, um, and it really brought me back to sort of my childhood. Yeah, because I I don't I don't think I remember playing as much Diddy Kong Racing as I do Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, nobody does. It's really sad. But I now that you're now that you're saying it, I remember it. It was it was. I think it was to me. It was a lot more fun. Well, yeah, because I mean, you could do like the planes, and I don't know. It was just at the time. At the time, it was cool. I, obviously, Mario Kart is like the king of like kart racing games now. But yeah, Diddy Kong was at the time was was definitely better. Um, 
but Crash Team Racing was better than both of those. Uh, it doesn't have the same lasting power, but it was still better at the time. So you and I are like our connoisseurs, I think we can use that word, of wrestling video games. I think between yes. between like 1996 and, I don't know, 2007, we probably played every wrestling video game that was ever put out. I'd, I'd um, say that's a good good estimate. Yeah, we we were those we were those goofs or those stooges that were in line to buy the next SmackDown game or the next SmackDown versus Raw when they started that when we got a little bit older. But I mean, we played we played SmackDown, we played SmackDown Two, we played WCW, uh, Nitro and Thunder and WCW versus NWO and WWF No Mercy. We played all those games. Which one do you think is your favorite one? Now you you always have to to correct me on this one because I always get it wrong. It's whichever one has the video intros for the characters on the character select screen. Yep, it's WCW Nitro or or Thunder. They both did. Okay, because I always I always get it wrong and I always say I always think it's a different game. But yes, that is by far my favorite one for the fact, the sole fact that while you're in the character select screen, if you leave your the thing on the character long enough, it will play an intro of why you should pick that character to play as them in the in the match. Um, that's a good one. I think I I think I have two. Uh, WWF No Mercy is the best video game. Like it's the one that you could like still play now, and it's still good. But, um, so my two favorites are WCW versus the world, which is probably one, which is probably like gameplay wise, the worst one on the list. (laughs) It's really not good at all, but it just was so cool to see. And, you know, I learned after the fact, the, the names that they had for like the wrestlers from Japan and other countries, they weren't their real names because they couldn't get the license to their real names. So they just translate them. Yeah, so they just changed they just changed them to something else. Um, but that one was cool cuz you 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 had like all the best guys from WCW at the time. You had Sting and Hulk Hogan and Lex Luger and and all the and Macho Man and Ric Flair and those guys, but you also had um wrestlers who I thought were real wrestlers from Japan and I think Europe and and all oh. over the place. So Yeah, they, uh, they had that was a good one. The Mexican the Mexican wrestlers too. Yeah, Mexico too. Yeah. Yep, the Luchadors. Yep. Uh, and then the other one is WCW Mayhem, um, which is the one with Goldberg, the in- Goldberg intro. Oh, yeah. Which at the time, I remember thinking, this is the greatest graphics that's ever existed. It was him, like, coming up in the tube, and, like, it opens up, and yep. he, he's walking, starts his entrance. And then um, that one I liked because it had a really in-depth character creator, but it also made it so you could just make the guys green. Like, you could just make a guy that was, like, neon green, and it was just, like, the creative character, um, like, the template. It was, like, a grid, <laughs> and you could make the, your guy that color. Um, and that one, that one, I think, had the best roster out of all of them. It, it had everybody because it was right before um, – it was right before – WCW got really terrible. So it was like right at the peak where they had everybody, but it yeah. hadn't really started to go downhill yet. So um, everybody was in the game and it actually had a really fun like championship 
yeah. like tournament me- mechanic that was really nice. So and I mean, yeah, I think one my favorite part of these games was the, the fact that you could create your own wrestler and then you could go through. Most of them had like a a season type, like you know, with the new Madden games where you create a car- like a person and they go through the, the drafting process and you you have like um backstage interactions with other wrestlers and that that was my favorite part of these games because it was cool to see your person interacting with the the famous wrestlers that's why like wwf no mercy was was uh it was essentially an rpg like you created your character and then you could you you just let the computer book you into matches and if you won enough of them eventually you got booked in like the intercontinental title championship scene or the Heavyweight championship scene, so yeah, definitely. That one's that one's probably got the best. Out of that. SmackDown twos was really good too. We played a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so, do you remember? We're switching gears a little bit to computer games, and this is a game that that it's not even really a game, but I think combined the two of us might have spent more time playing this one. It was the Walt Disney World Explorer game that uh. we had for the computer. Okay, when you were when you because we talked about like the questions that we were gonna that you were gonna ask me, this is a game I want to see remade. Yeah, Every, and so they've they've done Disney's done a couple of things recently. And when I say recently, I mean in like the last five or six years, where they've they've like given you the opportunity to walk around the park with Connect. They had a they had a video game with Connect for the oh, three sixty. That was like that where you could sort of go on. You couldn't really go on rides like you you hoped you would have, but you could like look around a little bit. But they're all they're all too cartoony, and they're all too they're they're aimed at kids a little bit too much. And this game was too, right? But it had so much to it. it I agree, and I spent I spent probably the majority of my childhood playing this game. And it wasn't even a game. No, not, it wasn't a video game in like the in the, in the classic the, video game sense. No, it was like a point and click sort of thing, but it was like a mixture between like a point and click and a puzzle game, and sort of like a, a Oregon Trail, not maybe not Oregon Trail, but like a a history computer game that you would like an educational computer game that you'd get. Um, but it was, I mean, for for kids who were obsessed with Disney World like we were. It was so much fun. And you're right. I wish they would make one that's updated that has all of the new stuff yes, in it because with all with all the new with all the new rides and all the new attractions they have. Yeah, even before we had went to Disney World, we had played we played that game to death and knew every inch of that park because we had played that that game. Yep. So um I had to put that one on my list. Again, I again, I don't necessarily know if it's a video game in the in the classic sense of the word, but it's so good. Um, but sticking with PC games, I don't know if you played these two. You might have been a little bit too young. But two that really sort of defined who I am as a as a gamer, if I if I throw the word gamer at myself now, are Diablo and StarCraft. Um like I say, I, I don't know <clears throat> if you you might have played Diablo 2. That might have been as early as I I remember in. watching you play these games. These, yeah. Those are my memories of, of these two games, is watching you <clears throat> play Star StarCraft and going through the the campaign of StarCraft. 
Yep. So, and I didn't get online all that much at the beginning of playing StarCraft, but eventually I got obsessed with it and joined a clan and joined a clan that had a, a angel fire page and a guy, <laughs> a guy that I had never met before except through on this clan who I don't even know what his real name was, um, taught me how to like really basic coding skills so I could, uh, update the angel fire page and, we would have it, I mean, I was obsessed. This was a game where I would wake up before school in the morning, like a 45 minutes before I had to get up for school, jump on the computer, put the game in, get like two games in. And then I would come home right from school and get on and play and wait for all of my, my friend. I'm using friends in air quotes because they were my friends, but I don't have any idea who they were, um, to play with them. But so that, that one, and I still like strategy games now. I'm still obsessed with strategy games. But Diablo was the other one who – that was sort of my first introduction to like an RPG or like uh, – well, I guess both to like uh, uh, grinding, looting RPG and it also even like character – upgrading your character and yeah. things like that. Yep. That, that third – is it the third level of the dungeon where you face the butcher – I think it is that when he laughs and comes out of that thing, the first time I saw that, I probably literally peed my pants. That was one of the scariest (laughs) things that ever happened. And like, (laughs) it's like you you would walk up to it and he'd laugh and like, he'd open the door and like, you see this giant at at that point, it was the biggest character in the game that you'd seen. And he comes running out and just like take off running. You're like, no, don't kill me. No, run away. (laughs) Cause I can't, I don't know what to do. And it took me forever to get past it the first time. And, um, I got that was another one I remember playing online again. It was one of the first, uh, the first online RPGs that I remember existing. Um, uh, but yeah, that was really shaped me as as a as a gamer. Do the one that I didn't play in that same list list was Warcraft, and that's why I, that's why I think I never got into World of Warcraft because I didn't have the same connection to it. As, as some of the people, I have, I have a friend who, who was really into Warcraft. Um, and to this day is still upset with Blizzard for the fact that they haven't released a Warcraft 4. Um, <laughs> and he'll probably go to his grave upset because I don't think they're ever going to do it. No. But, well, maybe um, with, with the release of the movie, they might, they might think about it. But I mean, World of maybe. Warcraft, World of Warcraft is too much of a Ponzi scheme to, to take away from, <laughs> to make a, to make a standalone game. <laughs> Hot take. Joe's got a hot take. That uh, was a that come on throwing shade. Come on. <laughs> no, I completely agree. Um, and this is a kid who used to play EverQuest, which was absolutely and just I, built I mean, to take I, your money. I played City of Heroes, which my my father was not very happy when he found out how much he cost monthly to play that game. Yeah, yeah, I th- that was one of the first ones where it, it you had to pay like the monthly cost. There were some other ones that were free yeah. for a while, and then which I didn't um, know when I first got that game that it was going to be a monthly subscription. Even though it probably said monthly subscription right on the on the front of the box. Yeah, how did we get how did we get credit card to do that? <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, we didn't I, have our own. I convinced dad to to buy me a subscription to that game cuz I wanted but, to play it so bad. You know, I I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the Disney interactive game, but do you do you remember uh, all of those, they were just for the computer, those Disney, uh, 
they were like educational games. There was one for Hunchback. There oh, was yeah. one for Hercules. 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 Jam. Yeah. And it was just like, it like taught you math or it taught you like basic yeah. skills or and something like, like that. But like the cool thing about them was like they had, um, you could basically, you basically watched the movie as you played the game. They yeah. would show you like clips from the movie, which was awesome. Yeah, definitely. Those were, that was definitely a good one. Um, do you remember, do you remember what was your first memory of playing video games? I, I have I have two I think. Well, I mean, our mine would probably be the same as yours since I mean you're you probably witnessed my first introduction to video games. It was in our uncle's room on the PlayStation playing Crash Bandicoot and Tekken on the original PlayStation. The, that was that was gonna be my second one because I think my first one was playing Duck Hunt. Um, oh, would probably with at the at home, but. But I think the the do you remember this is this is semi related. It's not necessarily related to nineties video games. But do you remember that duck hunt game that we had that the birds went up on the wall? Oh yeah. And you had the gun you shot. That yeah. was so much fun. I don't I don't remember whatever we ever did with that. It probably just stopped nice. working. But yeah. um but yeah, so that that's my second one is is I think I remember it so much because not when we were playing Crash Bandicoot, which, which the original Crash Bandicoot is such, it's, it's almost a perfect game. It's so good. So um, good that they, that Sony did a meta and <clears throat> you play Crash Bandicoot inside Uncharted 4. Oh yeah. I heard about that. Oh, I need to get a PlayStation again. This, <laughs> why, why do, why do things got to cost so much money? I can't afford that, but I don't know. I want to play Uncharted Four really bad. That was a whole. That was a whole reason I got uh, PlayStation Three was to play Uncharted Two. Yeah. Um. I played a demo of it at Best Buy, and literally, <laughs> I got done playing the demo, and I went over and grabbed one off the shelf, and was like, "It was the Uncharted edition," and I was like, "I'll take one of these, please," <laughs> because <laughs> I wanted to go home and finish. I couldn't. I couldn't play the whole game sitting there in the store, so I wanted to go home and play it. Um. But yeah, I, I, that that because that was so much fun. But also the playing Tekken Tekken three and sort of realizing that we like probably shouldn't be playing Tekken three. No, we probably shouldn't have been playing Tekken. It was a little, it was a little too violent. And I, I remember, I think that that next birthday that we had after we were playing it, or that I had after we were playing it at our uncle's, was my uncle got it for me for my birthday, and I remember mom seeing that it was rated M. Yeah. And not being very happy that my uncle bought it for me, but uh, it was definitely it was definitely one of one of my favorite games, and that's definitely one of my favorite memories as a kid was, oh, yeah. was playing that with my uncle. Um, I had I had one more question that I wanted to ask, and now for some reason I can't find what it was. Well, I have a question for you. Oh. A question for me. Usually, I'm the one asking the questions. What's well, your question? We didn't really talk. We kind of talked about this, but we didn't really talk about it. What What game from the '90s do you want to see remade, or what remake of a game did you like or dislike? Oh, yeah. Um. So I think I would like to see Jet Moto remade. Um. I think I don't think they ever. I think they made a Jet Moto three, but it wasn't very good. 
Uh, but that is one that I think given today's technology that they could do a lot of really cool things with my, my only problem is, is it would have to still, I think they would try to do too much with it. I think that's my biggest problems with the new Mario Kart games Yeah, is there's too much, right? It got really far away from just driving the cart and that being it, right? Some boosts, that kind of stuff, the power ups. But now there's like, now there's like all the, they remade like Rainbow Road a thousand times. And yep. it's like, you're all like flying in the middle of stuff. And it, it's a little bit too much. Um, and I would, I would be afraid they would do that to Jet Moto. But, I, but I think that's the one that's on my list for, for a game I wish they would remake. What about you? Um, <clears throat> so my, mine's all in the same vein. Um, I want them, someone, whether it be Nintendo, whether it be some indie developer, to please, please, please make a Pokemon Red, Blue, Stadium, or Snap on VR. Yep. How yep. how cool would Pokemon Snap be in VR? You're just like sitting in the in the in the tram, and there's Pokemon everywhere. You're looking side to side. You're taking pictures, candid pictures. You're throwing the Pokeballs at their faces. Like it would be amazing. Or Pokemon Stadium, you play as the Pokemon fighting somebody else online. I'm totally down with that. It would just, or like, yeah, or like a a VR Pokemon, like, red, where you walk around, uh, what is it, Cerulean City, and you, you just catch Pokemon. Yep. That, that would be totally down with that. I I think the Pokemon Stadium would be the, would be the best. Yes. I think that would be the most fun. You could like have them like fly around you and it would, it would essentially be like you being a Pokemon trainer. And I think that's what we all really want to be. Yeah. Um, that's the whole reason we play those games. We want to be place. the very best. Like no one ever was. Well, oh man, I screwed it up. <laughs> to catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. Oh. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to cut that out for sure. That is not making the podcast me singing on the podcast. Um, no, I'll probably get too lazy and they'll stay in. So I think they, there was, I think there's probably, there's, isn't a whole lot that, that, that they've remade. Um, like I said, I, I gave my beef with, with Mario Kart. They sort of, they keep making a new one every couple of years and, and, I don't know. I just don't have any desire to play them. It's, it's too complicated to learn them all now. Um, but I sort of wish they never would have made Diablo three, but that's a personal thing <laughs> and <laughs> my own personal beef with those, even though I've heard it's got better. Um, I've heard it's got better. Yeah. Do, do you have a remake that they made that you wish they wouldn't have remade? Um, no, but I have a remake that somebody made. That I liked and that I've played recently that is, has been good so far. What's that? Um, so somebody, some developer, some indie developer. Let me see if I can find who there is. Well, cause like the, the thing about video games is like they've, they've recently started to do this with other media or other pop culture stuff is that, um, they've started to remake a lot of movies. Obviously everybody's always up in arms about them remaking movies that came out 20 years ago, but, that never, that we didn't ever really have to worry about that with video games because they sort of just kept going. Like the ones that were good, people just kept making more. Like yep. they, like Zelda, they did it with Zelda. 
I mean, they've done it with everything. They, I mean, if it was good and it was a good franchise, they just keep making them. And somehow that sort of, uh, I mean, it still catches the same, same sort of crap that, uh, movies and stuff do, but to a lesser extent, really, because, uh, people still want to play the new stuff. And, and maybe it's just because it's easier with the advancements in technology to make those things good. And, um, Maybe, I don't know, maybe video games don't have as much nostalgia as some of the other things, but it's, and it's probably the nostalgia is baked in because they haven't remade them or, or, be, or because the movies, they haven't remade the movies, but they've constantly been making new video games in the same sort of franchise. Um, so did, did you find your, did you find your remake? I'm still looking at I think Goldeneye, a good James Bond game. There hasn't been a good James Bond game in a long time. And I don't know why they didn't just stick with um, keeping the James Bond games shooters, like first-person shooters. Yeah. Um, just multiplayer first-person shooters. You don't, you don't need a story. I mean, it's, it's, that's not, that's not the point. Um, but just, just turn it into a, a, a shooter and bring back all the, the cool stuff from James Bond. It doesn't. It doesn't say who it's by. It must be. It must be by. Um. It must just have been by um, Valve. Yeah, Valve must have redid it. Um, Black Mesa. It's a basically a fan made recreation of the original Half Life series, well, the original Half Life game in full HD. Ooh, that sounds interesting. It. It's it's been awesome so far. I mean, I'm I'm only at the beginning of the game, but it I you know me, I loved the Half-Life games. The Half-Life games are by far my favorite um PC games of all time. And Yeah, you're 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 one of those faithful who are still waiting out and holding out hope for Half-Life 3. Gaben, I'll I'll praise Gaben. Gaben, please hear my prayer. Please deliver unto us Half-Life 3 as soon as possible. I want this game. Um, but I, I am one of those, one of those, um, followers of Gaben, and I, I just, the, the fact that somebody recreated that, that's, that Valve recreated one of their, like, their franchising games in, in an HD format is amazing to me, and I love it. It, it, it throws me back, because I, I never played the original Half-Life when it first came out. I watched, there was a series called um, Freeman's Mind on YouTube. If you look it up, it's it's this guy who basically dubs over as Gordon Freeman while he's playing the game, and it's just hilarious. This guy's like spot on with, with what I feel like Gordon Freeman would be thinking during this whole thing. And watching him play it, like, I wish I would have played it as a kid. But now having this HD remake, it, it's awesome to see how far technology has come from that original game. So, so I got one. I got something that's sort of in the same vein. Um, it's not a remake, and I don't even want a remake of it. Um, it is a port of Full Throttle. <laughs> Full Throttle is a Lucasfilm's point-and-click game in sort of the same vein as Monkey Island and Monkey Island Two, and it is the only one that, for some reason. I can't, nobody's ever ported to like mobile devices. Monkey Island, Monkey Island 2 has been ported. Um, uh, Grim, Grim Fandango, is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, that's been ported. That was sort of the same thing. 
and and nobody's ported full throttle. That was such a great game. The humor in that game, I don't care who you are, it's it's hilarious. Everybody will, even today, it's still funny. But nobody's ported that to to mobile device. Somebody needs to do it. Please. Somebody just port that for me and then I will die a happy man. <laughs> um Yeah, well, because full throttle reminds me of like the Leisure Suit Larry's and uh, the King's Quests of, of old. Yeah. It's sort of got, like, it's got, like, goofy humor. I mean, it's the same way, like, Monkey Island does, where, yep. like, the jokes are sort of, it's like a lot of puns and mm-hmm. um, sort of, uh, you don't say something, but then there's just a joke that, that's there and it fills the empty space. And it's the humor and it's so good. And it's so, I mean, even today it's going to be real funny. And nobody's ever made a port of it. And I don't know why. So... This is this is my plea to everyone out there who knows how to do that kind of stuff. Please, somebody go make a port of that game. I will pay you money. I will pay you lots of money, like <laughs> probably more money I shouldn't be paying on on a video game or a port of a video oh. game that's probably twenty years old. Hey, guess what? What's that? I'm I'm on the full throttle Wikipedia page. I don't know like how how much you can get from this, but. Apparently, a remastered version of this game is currently under development at Schaefer's Double Fine Productions and is due to release for 2017. Do not tease me like this. It's it's right Do here. Do not tease me like this. Full I will be Euro, following Euro, that Euro, news. Eurogamer.net says that uh, Full Throttle Remastered is coming to PS4, Vita, and PC in 2017. And I they will have, buy they that have, game. They have pictures. They have pictures. They have a picture of of the um of one of the things. Like, I'm going to look for that as soon as we're hit because stop on this record button. Because they they just did PlayStation just put out Day of the Tentacle, which is another um I think another LucasArts game. I don't know, man, but I'm I'm totally yeah. getting it. Um, we're we're. We're at time here, so I think we can go ahead and wrap this up. We got there's a million other games we can talk about. Oh yeah. So what I think we're gonna do, and I mentioned this in the first couple episodes, this is something that I think we wanted to do, and I think it, it's fitting with the sort of 20 year anniversary of the N64 and this conversation and how we really left a lot of a lot of games off this list. I think we need to make or have our first the first of our tournament of the 90s video game edition we'll put together 64 teams we'll put them in a march madness style bracket and next week we'll 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 walk through them either the first first half of the games or or first half of the the competitions or or do the whole thing depending on how much time it takes but that way it'll give us a chance to go over some more more of our 90s or favorite 90s video games and talk a little bit more about it um so i think that's what we'll do next week that'll that'll be we'll see how that goes and we'll we'll see if 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 People like it. That way we can talk about some more games um, and not quite leave this topic just yet. Yeah. What do you think about that? I agree. It's 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 a topic that I think needs to be talked about right now since since video games are so hot right now. So. All right. So that is what we will do next week. So stay tuned for that. But for now, we'll see everybody later. Bye-bye.